You lowered it like a centimeter. Well, this is fine. (laughs) This is totally fine. This is fine. Right here. I'm Marcus. And I'm Brian. And I'm Brendan. And we're not two beers deep. <laughs> not anymore. Yep. Funny story about that. We're, we're basically going to have to change our name. Not basically. We're just going to have to change yeah, it. 100% so, going to have to change it. Um, and that is because there's another podcast called Two Beers Deep, which Vargas mentioned when we started this podcast that it was going to be an issue. <laughs> Rebel Rouser over here was like, yeah, fuck those guys. I will st- I'll still fight them. Bring him on. I think they're from Let's like have him as a guest. Philly or something like that. They talk about fashion, though. Okay. That's the Let's thing. Not, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's not fine. So, sure so the podcast is fine. Yeah, so we're just going to have their sponsor. Are you guys part of that podcast? What's going on? I can neither confirm nor deny. You dicks. <laughs> they're sponsored. And we're not. And part of a network. But anyway, that's it. the moral of the story is we're going to have to change our name. So we're coming up with different things and names. If you want to... Submit a name. Just well. By the time this is out, we'll have any names. So yeah. never mind. So, don't ask so them I mean, you could still submit names and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, please do. Actually, that'll be better. <laughs> but this is still a podcast where we, you know, yeah, we talk and we drink and someone wins. We drink and we argue and someone wins. <laughs> yeah, that's it's not written down. Well, it's, well, we're gonna have to change our catchphrase anyway. This is a rebrand still, anyway. So yeah, we're rebranding. Maybe that's our it's, new catchphrase. It's, it's, I don't know. We talk and drink. And we do stuff. stuff. <laughs> that's a new one. The energy is very good. It's very, very high energy. <laughs> oh, what, are we, what are we drinking, by the way? Oh, uh, this week. So I was gonna bring in the Boulevard Cerveza. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Mexican style. Uh huh. But. I, I, I walked into Hy-Vee, and they had the Breckenridge Brew, which mm. I'm a huge fan of Breckenridge yep. Brew. Their vanilla porter is, like, Delish. off the chain. I, I want to say I've had that before, and it's it's very good. I, I recognize the, the yeah, logo, uh-huh. the little orange logo. Well, I, I got the agave wheat. Which is, I'm a big fan. Which is really good. Big fan. Really good. I like agave wheats. I've had, is it Blue Moon that does an agave mm-hmm. wheat every year? Yeah, and I really like that. So I got this. I enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot. Yeah, it's not heavy like a stout. <laughs> all right. We're all looking at it. <laughs> all right. No, it's 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 phenomenal. I like I said, I'm pretty positive I've had this beer before, and yeah. it's so good. They're yeah. just they're summery beers. You sit on the porch yeah. while you eat in this summer. thirty degree weather in, in springtime. Right. Yeah, I appreciate you uh, giving me this wheat. <laughs> okay. <'Cause it's- clears throat> <It's a> God. <laughs> Sure. Yep. <laughs> you don't know how to. No one knows how to pronounce it. So it's one of those words. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> one of my words. Ooh. Ooh. I, Yikes. Let's, Again. Yeah. I'm giving you the move on. Let's sign. move past move, that. Move on. <laughs> Push right past so, that. Thanks, Breck. Breckenridge Brew for the agave wheat. It's delicious beer. Very much so. Just so everyone's clear, they didn't actually give that to you. Purchased it. I mean, yes, but they... Thank you for making it. Thank you for yeah, but if, it to if, the world. If thank, they yeah, want to give Thank us. you for your service, Birkenridge. Um, but if they want to... That's fine. Us, come on. Wouldn't we'll, say no. We'll take it. Yeah, if you got any of that nitro vanilla port. <laughs> we already drink your stuff, so... <laughs> so, Vargas, what's new? I bet you thought I was going to say Far Cry 5. I, I was kind of expecting it, because I've seen you play it a lot. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm the fishing king of Montana. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> but... For those who don't know, Far Cry 5 is a video game. It's a video game. <laughs> but I'm not going to talk about Far Cry 5. Interesting. I'm going to talk about Doctor Strange Damnation. Ooh. Marvel's ongoing... I would say it's an event, but it's really small. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like a street-level hero event, right? So, 
Let's see. What's the story? Uh, so during their last big event, um, the city of Las Vegas got sent to hell. The whole the whole city, everyone in there, right. the buildings, yeah. <laughs> right? The whole thing got sent to hell. After it, Doctor Strange brought it back. Sure. Yeah. He, he just brought the whole thing back. But Mephisto, while it was in hell, Mephisto moved into Sin City, like relocated himself there. Yeah. So. Him and all his demons, and Mephisto is Marvel's devil. He moved to the city, so when Doctor Strange brought it back, Mephisto and all the demons came with it. So while it's on Earth, as soon as anyone sins in Las Vegas, they are immediately like turned into a demon, and their soul is lost for eternity. So now the entire city of Las Vegas is correct. Correct. (laughs) Well, and here's the cool part: so the Avengers show up because you know Doctor Strange raises it. The Uh Avengers are there. They go in and try to fight Mephisto, but because they've already, they're like crazy sinners, you know, with the hubris and all that kind of business, they're immediately turned into ghost riders. What? <laughs> Mephisto turns them all into spirits of vengeance. Holy shit. So the plot is Wong, who's Doctor Strange's mm-hmm. assistant, he, he recruits... His assistant. <laughs> he recruits... Moon Knight, Blade, Iron Fist, Man Thing, <laughs> Elsa Bloodstone, and I think I'm forgetting something. Uh, but I don't whatever. think anyone's gonna know. All these, all these like <laughs> these these crazy like weird oddball supernatural heroes mm-hmm. to go and fight the Ghost Rider Avengers. Oh, and Ghost Rider. <laughs> the actual Ghost Rider. The actual Ghost Rider. <laughs> actual Ghost Rider. <laughs> he recruits them all to go fight the Ghost Rider Avengers oh, shit. And, and defeat Mephisto because Doctor Strange gets captured by Mephisto. So, and that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to rescue Doctor Strange so he can like undo all of it. And is this, uh, I'm assuming, a comic book or is it like a cartoon? Oh, no, it's a comic Okay. Yeah, it's, I guess I was it's that. not live action. I didn't know, yeah. no, I didn't know if it was like a, like a movie, you know, like a little yeah. like movie or something like that. No, no, it's a comic. It's, and it's not Benedict's. Cumberbatch. No, I knew it wasn't like a live action movie. He, That'd be cool though. You know, he has so many commitments. Make Doctor know. Strange three. Yeah, he knows. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's so. what I've been reading. It's it's super good. That really does sound enjoyable. pretty cool. It's, it's it's a small crossover as far as crossovers go. Mm-hmm. You know, it's oh, and the Scarlet Spider. That's the other one I forgot. Anyway. Again, I don't think anyone would have called you out on that. Actually, in so the... actually. Spiley you Spider. forgot. You forgot Scarlet Spider. So that's what I've been reading. Is Doctor Strange: Damnation. The first three issues of the main series are on the shelf now. Fourth issue comes out this month, and there's a smattering four or five crossover mm-hmm. issues out now. Nice. That's I've awesome. Uh, I'd say this podcast is pretty. We're all fans of the the heavy style of music. Yeah. Is that that screaming music you listen to? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's the kind. It's just so aggressive. I was wrong. Then it's just me? Okay. I'm more, into, I'm more into, like, Florida Georgia Line. Mm. That's a... Give me that new Casey Musgraves album. is legitimately really good. I'm going to... We have to stop, because I'm getting actually <laughs> upset at you both. Uh, but anyway, so... But we also like the rock and roll, as the kids, you know, they're... Sure. You know, their parents don't like the rock and roll. Sure. But so two rock bands that I've been getting... Really into, not getting into, I've been into them for a while, but they both came out with albums this year. Audrey Horn and Mustache. Mustache. <laughs> Which, uh, so, obviously they don't take themselves seri- you know, seriously yeah. very much. But uh, Mustache is just kind of, imagine if ACDC were better. 
That's yeah, what that's what fired. they would okay. uh, that's what they would sound like. Um, and I want the singer's facial hair. Probably gonna shave. It's just the mustache and the no center beard. Yeah, just a big Fu Manchu yeah, type of thing. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, the, the Chester A. Arthur. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, super good. And actually, a lot of people don't give rock and metal in general enough credit for being uplifting, which a lot of times it can't be. Like mm-hmm. through lyrics and stuff like that, and sure. they are pretty uplifting and like it's just nice. It's, uh, it's feel good. It's yeah, like yeah, it's not heavy. It's not. I mean, like weighty. It's not. Or, yeah, it's the not. The lyrics aren't. It's not super deep. Yeah, don't right. jump in thinking you're going to get an epiphany by listening right. to Mustache. If you couldn't guess by the name, what the f- <laughs> no. he, he hit his. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Better. Uh, and then Audrey Horn, uh, super good rock band. It's actually really clean vocals. Mm-hmm. Um, but the musicians in that band are from deep black metal bands. Oh, yeah. Uh, the guitarist is from Enslaved. I think their drummer was from fucking Gorgoroth. Like, <laughs> but they just play, like, straight-up rock. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. Um, like, they all got tired of... Yeah, they're just like, this <laughs> is too... Super evil. I want to have fun for a while. Um, and they kind of like to try and smile once. <laughs> oh, yeah, I want to smile when I'm on stage. And they, and they do, like, it's just fun. Sure. Rock, uh, and I think everybody. I think everybody should give it a shot. Real quick, can we but talk it's about not spelled mustache? It's it's spelled mustache, but there's like an extra S and a C in there somewhere, and there's no E at the end. Yeah. Oh, so they're real goofy. Yeah. If you look, mm. if you Google mustache band, I'm sure it'll. Come yeah, up. yeah. Um, that sounds pretty cool. But speaking like, although it might come up with a lot of barbershop quartets, it might. If you Google mustache band, <laughs> that's true. Just guy, just <laughs> yeah. That's that's true. Can we talk about band names for a minute? Because in our line of music that we listen to, there are a lot of silly band names, mm-hmm. and I want to know what your guys' most silly... I'll start off, the one that I think, and it's not like a joke band, but it's a real band, and they're heavy and good, but they're called Dew-Scented, and they I take like themselves... Dew-scented. I do, too. Yeah. Dew-Scented. But they take Dew-Scented. They take themselves way, way too seriously. Way too seriously <laughs> for being called Dew-Scented. So, you know, I don't... I, I get them confused with Moon Sorrow. A also lot. a silly band name. I mean... Most band I, names that we listen to. I'm, I'm sure there's, like, the one dude out there that's like, how could you get Deuce-scented and Moonsong? Like, whatever. The comedy yeah. guy. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I mean, the the ultimate is Iwabo, right? Oh, I, I wrestle, I the, wrestle bear the bear ones. But I feel like they're, they're sort of... They're doing that on purpose. Well, I I think they did well, yeah. when they, but their newer albums are more, like... Actual music and not so. Yeah, when they started out, they were straight up just like a let's be a jokey grindcore band, right, like yeah. right. So now, but that's what I'm saying is is what's one that actually takes themselves seriously from the beginning? I oh, don't know if you knew, you see, know. that's that's interesting. Right. Oh, uh, Diarrhea Planet. Yeah, yeah, like that works. I, yeah. I I did not give Diarrhea Planet the. the lot time of day because I remember hearing that name when fuck the, like that sounds so goddamn stupid like fuck them. And then I listened to them like on a whim because I think they're coming to Kansas City for a show, and I went okay because they're like the same thing like mustache mustache, <laughs> um, where they're just really just upbeat fun rock and roll, you know, like party rock. And uh, I love Diarrhea Planet, and they put on a, a phenomenal live show too. So I mean, there's all those Goblin Cock. I mean, the, that stuff, or like you know, name anything with a adjective for a child and death. Decrepit right. birth, yeah. circle of dead children, yeah. like and, all and, that and kind of business. To, and to the three of us, I think we're kind of used to those names now. So it's like, oh yeah, cattle yeah. decapitation, yeah. And it's just like, mm, let me take a step back and think about it. <laughs> right, right. 
That's what? a silly name. Well, that's what, yeah, Diarrhea Planet. They they picked their name because they were thinking, what's the weirdest, grossest thing we can like come up with? And, and that's it. <laughs> Planet Piss was already taken by, <laughs> by Death Clock. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Brandon? Uh, much like kind of you had two type of things. Yeah, sure, man. By my style, it's cool. I mean, I, I was going to come O2 anyway. Doubt so uh, the first is Santa Clarita Diet on Netflix. It's so good. That show is laugh out loud funny. Yeah. Uh, do you know what it is? Yes. Yeah. Um, for our viewers, for our listeners. <laughs> Listener. Um, it is a show on Netflix. It just They just released the second season, which is just as funny, if not fun- funnier than the first season. Uh, it was created by the guy who created Better Off Ted, which is one of my favorite shows that only ran two seasons and no one watched it but me. Um, oh, and why did they cancel it? <laughs> Maybe if you had this podcast, you would have told a lot more people Correct. about Correct. Uh, but no, it's about this suburban, happy couple who are both realtors and they have a sarcastic-ass daughter. Um, in the first episode, the wife, who's played by Drew Barrymore, she becomes a zombie. And it Timothy Oliphant is, like, is just so, so funny because he is the... Tries to stay this positive, upbeat dad, all trying to keep the family together while her while his wife is just going out and mercilessly killing people, and it, it swings from this hilarity, you know, funny suburban comedy to just gory, bloody, disgustingness, and it it's awesome. It's so funny. I I love. I've only watched the first season, yeah, but I really loved the like the nods to like. Stupid suburban life. Oh yeah, because like, it's, it's neighbor is a huge dickhead. She yeah, just, she kills him. Like yeah, <laughs> it's in her boss Gary is a yeah. huge dickhead too, and yeah. she kills Never him been too. In a storm, Wally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, so yeah, it's straight up just those suburban cliches mixed in with this hilarious like zombie comedy. Yeah, it's so. in a in a world that is tired of zombie stuff. Yeah. Santa Clarita diet. It's so funny. Well, because she's not the the classic. She's just a person who happens to eat flesh and is undead, right? Right. No, yeah. Because she, yeah, she's she, not like she, a shambling. she dies. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. she does. And as the first season's all about her, she starts to deteriorate a little bit. So they're trying to find a way to stop that, and so it's awesome. Uh, same thing. Same thing. I know, I'm not stealing your thunder, but I Zombie. Yeah, I Zombie. Zombie. It's kind of the same thing. It's like it's a police procedural, but. The main character is a zombie. Yep. Anyway. I mm-hmm. it's, it's awesome. I, I, that show's a really good one, too. My second one is uh, the movie Disaster Artist um, by Dave Dave and James Franco. I I am very familiar with The Room. Have you guys seen The Room? Tommy Which Wiseau, is what that's based on. Tommy Wiseau's best worst movie of all time. Uh, the first time I watched The Room was... I was in college, like 2007, 2008, and on April Fool's on Cartoon Network, they just started playing it at like midnight for Adult Swim. And I remember going, what is this? And so the more I looked up and looked into it, it's this huge cult thing, you know. I mean, the movie dives into, uh, Dave Franco plays Greg Sestero, who wrote the book that it's based on. And it go, dives into how he met Tommy, how they started making this movie because no one would give him a chance in Hollywood. So Tommy said, fuck it, I'm just going to write this script. And Tommy Wiseau is this very vampiric, crazy person who for the longest time no one knew how old he was, no one knew where he was from. He just how he got what is millions it, four, and millions million of dollars, dollars yeah to, to fund this movie. movie. So there are all kinds of he tell like in that's what uh the the movie is hilarious because James Franco is phenomenal as Tommy Wiseau. He just Oh my gosh, it's it's so funny, and it's because also very probably pretty close in person. Probably, <laughs> like, James like, is true. He's, James, a, he's a yeah. weird dude. But so, funny. but but they died. But it, it's very funny. It's very heartfelt because um, 
one of my favorite podcasts, How Did This Get Made, they watched The Room and they talked to Greg Sestero and a guy who uh, interviews a lot of people related to The Room and stuff like that. And they talk about, you know, how whenever Tommy uh, premiered the movie, Tommy thought he was making art. He thought he was making this high concept drama. And then when they premiered it, and one, no one showed up, and two, people just laughed him out of the theater. You know, he was heartbroken, obviously. But then in the movie, they kind of fast forward a lot of stuff. And, you know, over a couple of years, it becomes this cult hit. And Tommy Wiseau kind of now, he, he tells people that he embraces it as this, oh, yeah, I meant to make it as this crazy, weird comedy. But you could tell, like, it's it's phenomenal. It's fascinating looking into Tommy's life and then, oh, the whole story. It's it's awesome. Also, Google Tommy Wiseau Joker oh, audition. <laughs> that is the creepiest, most amazing thing. He could. Uh, he's, he's, he's the real life Joker. Yeah, he like, could have nailed that. One hundred percent. If he could read lines better, he would have gotten the part. Um, yeah. And just imagine Tommy Wiseau's Joker laugh. Like, and that's one thing. I, yeah, J- James Franco nails his accent, and it's yeah. oh my gosh, it's so weird. weird. At this Eastern European, yeah, but yeah, because he's like, kind of. It sounds like he's from France, but another time he sounds like he's from just yeah Eastern like, European. Like every Kennedy you've ever heard. Yeah. Like, why are you talking like that? No one talks. But like it's that. funny because like for a while in real life and in the movie, Tommy says he's from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And it's like, you are not <laughs> from Louisiana at all. It's you a know? French with a little bit of Western uh, Europe and then Cajun, a little bit of Cajun. Like, <laughs> yeah. But no, but nice. at the end, of, one of my favorite, I mean, the whole movie is hilarious, but at the very end, while the credits are rolling, they show scenes they shot in the movie and then from the room side by side. Oh, and that's it's wild. That's so cool. good. Oh, man. it's It just kind of exemplifies how weird that movie was and how they just made it on like, yeah, we're just going to shoot this movie that Tommy Wiseau wrote, who probably doesn't speak good English. See, that's that's what's so weird about that movie is like, normally you'd get this movie that's like shoestring budget, mm-hmm. nothing. But it was made. I mean, yeah, they, like they talk about they put uh, like I think Greg Cicero talks about how they probably put six million dollars in that movie, and it's like what. You know, and there's so many fascinating stories about that movie, but compared to Once Upon a Time in Mexico, it was, was made for seven thousand, <laughs> or even like Troll Two. Troll Two just gonna say that like nothing, and that's but, one of my favorite bad movies. But uh, okay, but Once Upon a Time in Mexico is like oh yeah, no, I, no, no, not that one. Desperado. Sorry, sure, yeah, the yeah, first yeah. one in the trilogy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's in the Library of Congress because it's <laughs> like culture, you know. But yeah, compared to Troll Two, that's yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're eating her, and then they're gonna eat me. No, I was just, no, I was just talking in the same. Oh yeah, because he's uh, watching. No, yeah, they're gonna eat her. They're eating her, and then they're gonna eat me. He's and that flies flies on his last affect. Yeah, <laughs> hysterical. So, guys, uh, last time. Oh yeah, on episode. 17. Oh yeah, we still have stuff to talk. <laughs> yeah, we got. I'll dive in quick. Well, we uh, don't have to dive in quick. But all right, I can be a soft. I, this is a rebrand. So yeah, whatever. fuck it. We can do whatever we want. It's our podcast. We're a forty-five minute podcast. So tell us now. what you what we did last time with you. Well, I wanted a list of. I had a list of five movies, oh. sci-fi movies, mm-hmm. and you guys chose two. Mm-hmm. You said you basically both chose Arrival. Arrival. Yeah, um, but yeah. we gave it to Brendan to to present. Sure. And then yeah. Vargas, you chose Ex Machina. Now, after watching them. I chose for for the viewer. I chose it's Bella. She's licking the floor, chewing something. Is that what you're hearing? What are you hearing? A ringing? You yeah, know, buzz. Oh, it's somebody's like mowing a lawn or something. I thought it was my tinnitus. That's fine. <laughs> mop, 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 mop. mop. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, shit, now I forgot. Uh, or, we we uh, chose. I chose Red Yeah. yeah. No, no. You chose Arrival. I chose Sorry, Arrival. Arrival. Um, which you were both fine with. Um, yeah, it's basically just watch them all. But after watching them, yeah, yeah. Uh, I did get to watch it with Brendan. I didn't get to watch Ex Machina with you. That's fine. I didn't get an invitation, but that's okay. I, you're too cool for me. You had no time. I didn't get an invitation. He that's okay. Works nights. <laughs> Let's not it's fight fine. on the rebrand. Let's not, let's not fight on the rebrand. Wait, wait, that's right. This is the positivity wait, podcast. That's the whole thing. That's fine. <laughs> that's all we do. Uh, so, they are two very different movies. They're both sci-fi movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to me, at least, the strength of Arrival is the story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the number one strength. Mm-hmm. The strength of Ex Machina are the characters. For me. Oh, sure. Oh, okay. yeah. Because, I mean, in, in oh, Ex Machina, there's only three... Characters in Ex Machina. In right. Yes. Right. General Hux and Poe Dameron <laughs> and Two <laughs> Okay. Right. I definitely thought, uh, okay, I'll go into Ex Machina first because I watched it three hours ago. <laughs> uh, so it's very, I don't want to say predictable, but it's a story we've seen before. Yeah. You, you, and AI and then the. Ex Machina was a movie that right before I saw it, literally the day before I saw it, some guy was like, Spoiler alert for Ex Machina. Hey, he she kills them both and gets out get out of there. And I was kind of like, well, one, at first I was pissed, and then I went, well, I kind of expect. I mean, you know, it's one of those things like I kind of expected that anyway. But like you said, it's the character's journey through that story that for me makes it. When I went through, I went in completely blind, yeah, not knowing any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's as it was going on, I'm like, okay, this AI. What are what is the humanity of this AI? Sure, Where yeah. are the humans' moral compasses? focused on this AI um, and, and it wasn't a bad thing but it was very Nathan the character the, the antagonist I guess Poe Dameron Poe Dameron right um, played a very it's the character you've seen it before he's so scientific and so yeah he nothing, such an asshole sociopath yeah. almost mm-hmm. where he knows exactly what the, the right answer is and is probably the best answer mm-hmm. but most people who have emotions are like that's not good yeah. even if he is right mm-hmm. And then Nathan, the other character, is General Hux. Is uh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, sure, yeah. Thank you for clarifying. He's the he's the emotional side of mm-hmm. this. Basically, I mean, I looked at them as one character. Yeah, yeah. Split into two. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the emotional side. He's the what people normally feel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when it comes to like, is it a human? Is it not? That kind of thing. So we've seen that before played out in stories and stuff like that. So that wasn't a big deal. Mm. Um, I did. Say, I, I called early on the Asian assistant. I was like, "She's she's a robot." Oh yeah, for sure. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then stuff like that. Still great. I still loved it. And I did. I did say out loud, "Oh shit!" Whenever mm-hmm. I was just on the couch with Bella, and I was just like, "Oh shit!" Whenever because <laughs> she just so slowly slid that oh, knife in yeah. his back, and I was just like, "Oh goddamn!" Yeah. And then when he knocked her arm off and all that stuff, yeah, great movie. This, I this, liked it a lot, this, and I especially the most human part about that AI is that she chose herself over everyone else. Yeah, she yeah she was basically manipulating everyone, everyone like well the whole time. So okay, I'm glad you said that. I when I was doing research for last episode, yeah. was trying, right? I read something that some someone said when she says. Are you going to what she's? Are you going to stay here? Isn't that what she says? When? When? At when, which part? At the very end, she says, "Will you stay? Will here? you stay here?" Yep. That was an invitation for him to come with her, 
And his silence, she interpreted mm-hmm. as a negative answer to that question. Yeah, there's so many micro, amazing so, dissections of that movie. But yeah. I had, that was not at all mm-hmm. anything that I had in my head. Yeah, yeah. At the end, of the, I was, I thought the same thing. I was like, she's, she's a sociopath because her creator was a sociopath mm-hmm. and taught her that. Well, I'm just, it's not even, not even because of her creator, but what's more human than looking screwing everyone yeah. else, yeah. even if they care about you, oh, yeah. right. and yeah. looking out for number one. Like, there's nothing more human than that for yeah. some people. And I love the scenes. Like, there's a couple scenes where uh, uh, Poe Dameron gets drunk, and you know he gets very yeah. he gets very revealing. Like the scene where he dances with the Asian assistant, you know, and, and like the other guy just standing there, just watching it, taking it all in. Then there's that scene where he gets him drunk. And he sneaks off to go do something else. I can't remember exactly what the scenario is, but uh, the the line he said like, as he's just l- drunk, wasted on the couch, and he starts talking about stuff, it kind of gives you that insight into that character of like this guy's not really a sociopath. It almost seems like he's been so cut off for so long and been dealing with this AI that he, it's yeah, just he he, no... he just he wanted to clinically take himself out of the equation and just. See what this guy thought. Well, yeah. And like I said, it's it's almost he's so smart he knows what needs to be done and what should be. And done. it's like he knows what's going to happen. And there's he knows. no emotion there, yeah. so he's like, I, it doesn't matter. This is what needs to happen. Yeah, and he that's a, you don't understand that that's a robot still. I created that. Yeah, and he 100 percent knows. Like it's almost like he knows what's going to happen. You yeah. know, yeah. That movie is phenomenal. But what about Arrival? Okay, so <laughs> at the so at the end of Ex Machina, hold on, Alex Garland should direct. A remake of Stalker. I'm throwing that out there. That's my thing. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Do you know, you know the movie Stalker? Yeah. That's my thing. That'd be awesome. I'm championing that. <laughs> you heard it here first. Dude, you heard seriously. it on this unnamed <laughs> podcast. Let's call it Alex Garland. Uh, okay, anyway, so... That, that ending, yeah. Yeah, ending of Ex Machina. I wasn't upset. I wasn't, like, pissed off. I wasn't... I mean, it was good. I just wasn't like, oh, god damn. Good for her. Or, like, oh, poor... Or General Hux. None of that, like, none yeah. of that happened. I was just like, that was a good ending. All right, yeah. cool. So, Arrival. Mm-hmm. Kind of like you said how we talked about it. You didn't, I couldn't predict that shit at all. I stopped the movie. Yeah. I stopped the movie towards the end and, was, and looked at Brian and said, what do you think's going on? Yeah. And he went, I have no idea. Get ready. <laughs> because there were so many ways it could have gone. And anytime a movie deals with time travel, I'm instantly like... I just start drooling. But it's and, not even time travel. Right. I know. But you think it is. Right. That's what I do. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So my mind just starts going a thousand miles a minute. I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. Yes. Give me time travel. Like, mm-hmm. this movie's going to give me what I'm like. Oh, yeah. And then it, and then uh, that flip ending, which blew my mind. She wasn't how time. It's the happiest, saddest ending ever. Yeah. <laughs> right. And yeah. you mentioned, I think you mentioned this in The Snake That Eats Itself in Varsity. Yeah. Like, Robbers, right? Mm-hmm. So, and it makes so much sense whenever yep. you know time isn't linear. And I should have picked it once you watch it. Well, that's what, yeah. At the very, at the beginning, very beginning, she talks about like, memories and time and how known. Yeah, these are just things you see and not should have fucking known. So yeah, yeah. Um, but so the arrival. I, I'm going to go with that one as my. Champion. Yeah, you should. Yeah, I mean, I, I, we agree. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of upsetting that it was. I hate when a great movie is based on a, like a story or a book or a short story or something. Yeah, and that's what I want to read. The, I want to read the short story it's, it's based good. on. Yeah. yeah, I don't hate it. I just I don't like that there's not more original movies. I forgot to turn the thing off. Was rebranding. So. I'm hot, so I should have. Well, okay. <laughs> but uh, no, I no, I, I didn't cry. 
Yeah, you did. 100%. I did. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I didn't, but I was, I gonna say, was going to, but he was sitting right next to me. Sure. He's seen that enough. Sure. So Can I, I ask you, what was the moment you felt like that emotion hit you? I would say whenever she was talking to the, the Chinese president. Oh, yeah, and the, uh, a whole thing and talking about, you know, what my dead wife said and blah, blah, blah. Like, that's whenever it sort of hit me, and then, uh, and then like, the floodgates opened when she realized who her kid was. Yeah, whenever, for me, it was whenever she talks to her daughter, and, she, and the daughter asks her, why did dad leave? And she goes, because I knew this, this I told him that yeah. this thing was going to happen, and you realize, oh, my God, she know like... So, like she knows she that her sees daughter. Her whole life. Oh my she gosh. asked the alien, so it threw me for a loop because she asked the alien. She's like, "Who is this who girl?" Is this child? And yeah. this whole time, you realize she's never really acknowledged that it's her daughter. She's mm-hmm. just like super shook when she has these dreams yeah. with this kid in it. Mm-hmm. And then you realize who is this kid? You're like, "Oh my god, she mm-hmm. what?" And then once she realizes it's her daughter, I was like, mm, "It's like no. the whole that whole final ten minute sequence of her telling her daughter that, and then Jamie Renner comes into the flat like the flash forward." And it's with the daughter too. You're like, yeah. This is because <laughs> doesn't he like leave her and die or something? No, he in just, the same I, scene that I don't he think he dies. He, he just leaves because he he, just he realizes that right. the girl's gonna die, so That's he right. just leaves. He can't take and yeah, he just can't take it. He just can't take where I had to look at you and make sure you weren't looking at me and then wipe my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> when they were like in the truck at the very end yeah. and like they were starting to connect, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, it's not gonna work out, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, you know what? And she knows it doesn't work out. And then they do it anyway, yeah. but uh, but that but that gives another message like and that, that's the human element of the movie. Yeah, the like, just never yeah, ending cycle. You know what we're not going to work. Just have the best, yeah. however long yeah. x amount of time with this mm-hmm. if it's something that you love and like and that that hit me and I was just like God damn it, yeah. Brendan's still not looking okay. Good, <laughs> and then I cried a little bit yeah. more. I was but, basically uh, alone in the theater because I saw it like on two o'clock on. A, Tuesday or something like that, and just was like, <laughs> it was, bad. Oh, I look it was bad. Yeah, but I saw Doctor Strange after that, so it, it picked me back up. Yeah, sure. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. But so yeah, I uh, good job, guys. Hey, man. Good. Let's good. watch Snowpiercer together. Good choice of movies. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll watch something together. One. Okay. I did. Well, I, I drove to Kansas to watch it with him. I just didn't think you'd want to okay. drive to Kansas to watch it with him too. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> uh, okay, so rom coms, yeah. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, I'm really excited. Let me... Hand me my phone. You're going to go first since I went first last time. Argument-wise, yeah. I was going to take a picture of how ridiculous Vargas looks. Just. Yeah, if we just start talking both. Uh-huh. Can you hold your... Yep. I can. <laughs> yeah, so last time I asked the boys, my boys, my boys, my dudes, for, for a rom-com... That Which I'll, that I'll enjoy. I was in the bathroom for this. So why? What was the? I listened to the episode, but you never gets a reason why. I wanted to throw you guys for a loop. <laughs> I think I. So Brent and I talked about this quite a bit afterward because yeah. we were both like, and you both picked Die Hard, the ultimate romantic comedy. Get out of here! <laughs> no, we we were both. I because I had a. I immediately thought of a good one, which is one of my favorite rom coms. Mm-hmm. And then the more I thought about it, the more I was like, no. I want to play to Vargas and come oh. up with a good one because there are many really great rom coms, but there's a lot um, of really bad ones too. Oh, there's a treasure trove of bad of ones. Them, so. Yeah, I would argue most of them too. Yeah, but and we're so Brian picked Valentine's Day and Brendan New Year's Eve. Yep, nailed it because guys, the casting. Adam lose a guy in ten days. Hello, <laughs> that was actually not a bad movie. It's 
my girlfriend made me watch that. It's not. It's not bad compared to what I comes mean, the, out as rom coms now. The best part is the middle where she's trying to piss him off. Yeah, that's no, and he's going. Right, that's I mean, whatever. Yeah. That's the whole point of the movie. But that's yeah, the yeah. Best part. like cut off the ending. Yeah, where they're right. happy or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I want them to be yeah. pissed off at each other forever. Yep. A romantic okay, so, uncomedy. <laughs> I think I know what he picked. He wouldn't tell me, and he kept switching it. Yeah, I switched it a couple times. But I think I know what it is. Anyway, but you're going first. Yeah, I know. I picked the Princess Bride. Yeah, stop doing. Sorry, that. sorry. <laughs> Dang. There, I got it. That's okay. <laughs> okay. So you said you've seen this on TV, right? Which, but you Kinda said like, I could still like, pick it, like Shawshank Redemption. It's on TV all the time, right? So, and when you watch a movie on TV, it's not really you don't really strap in for that, right? Unless you plan your day around it, which nobody plans their day around a movie on TV. So there's commercials in it. Who knows what they edited out? You all that stuff. You don't know my life. I don't. I said unless you plan your day around it. And we, you do get the TV guide still. So, um, I'm a sixty year old man. <laughs> so you know this. Okay. So there's pirates in it. There's swordplay. There's a little bit of like fake magic. But Billy Crystal's in it. And yeah. He plays an old ass man, and he's married to a, a, an old ass lady, and it's one of the greatest. Li- there's a whole, so many one liners in this movie. Sure. Um, you're probably familiar with a few of them. Yeah. Andre the Giant's in it. I know things are inconceivable. And, right. And Does anybody want a peanut? Want a peanut? <laughs> and then like, the Billy, the I'm not a witch, I'm your wife. Yeah. It's, it's good stuff. I think you would like it because it's more of like an adventure love story. Uh-huh. But the love story is sort of buried under all this other stuff. There's a revenge mm-hmm. plot in there. This guy wants to kill this six ma- six fingered man for killing his father. You killed my father. Prepare to die. die. Super good. Sure. Every scene with Andre the Giant is fucking gold. Laugh out loud funny. Like, so, the yeah. The reason I picked that is because this movie is so funny. It yep. truly is a comedy. Um, but then there is the the overarching love story. Oh, yeah. And it's like a one of those classic sort of fairy tale, like, she they both love each other. They're separated, but their love stays together or whatever. And mm-hmm. finally, in the end, everything happens for a reason. Spoiler also, alert. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a rom-com. So I mean, yeah. Princess Bride is one of my favorite movies. Like, in top ten of all time. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'll let you borrow it. I have it. Okay. I think I have two copies. Um, also, <laughs> final point. I think one of them is on Blu-ray. So, oh, the there you go. Yeah, yeah. Final point. Fred Savage plays the little boy. It's like this grandpa reading his mm-hmm. uh, grandson a book. Mm-hmm. And the book is what the, the movie is. Right. And Fred Savage is in it. And as we all know, he went on to... The direct most important speed. thing, direct Sony. <laughs> Damn it. Don't beat me to my own punchline. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. That's, yeah, Princess Bride. Uh, okay. I don't have, I mean, I don't know how to argue for a rom-com very well, but. Sure. Swordplay, Andre the Giant, quotes, funny. Love. So it sounds like <laughs> the, the love story is more subdued to the comedy. Sort of. And as you watch the movie, it becomes more apparent. It's, it's, it's a quest. Sure. It's a quest, yeah. and on this quest, all this other Instead stuff Instead of happens. the grail, he's looking for the lady. For the lady. Mm-hmm. And it's super, it, it's like a chase. It becomes a chase because she gets kidnapped, mm-hmm. and he meets these people and whatever. Okay. So It's basically tortured to death. It's a whole thing. It's <laughs> super great. Like, there's a lot of twists and turns in it. Mm-hmm. You know he's going to be okay because it's a rom-com, yeah. but yeah. it's good stuff. Um, like I said, I love... The Princess Bride. Sure. I, I've went and I've seen it because Screenland on Armor does a bunch of fun, awesome 
showings and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. on February, on Valentine's Day, they show that movie, and I've went and saw, seen it on, February, on Valentine's Day a couple times because it's a great love story. But I would consider, as a counterpoint, Princess Bride to me is more of a fantasy adventure satire. He fucking okay. Than anything else, piped off. Um, because it's it's again, it's a great movie. It's a funny love story, but again, it's a satire. So it's romantic and it's anyway, a comedy. Um, my movie. You're not talking the microphone. My, my movie that I picked was uh, the Big Sick. Oh yeah, cool reveal, bro. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna let you borrow that. Oh, thanks. Uh, the Big Sick is one of my favorite movies of last year. One because it's so funny. It's also very heartfelt. That's another movie in the theater that I listen. I don't. I don't cry a lot, but. I mean, I, I shed a tear. Based too. on this episode of the podcast, you do. We do yeah, cry a lot. Yeah. All, I was going to say all of us. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, two out of the four movies we've already talked about. <laughs> but no, like like Brian was saying, I went back and forth between so many different movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite rom coms is a movie called About Time, which is about this uh, this guy who, uh, on his twenty first birthday, he finds out that the men in his family can go back in time. Mm-hmm. And he uses that to find love, et cetera, et cetera. But his dad gives him all these rules. You know, his grandfather, he'd ask, well, didn't grandfather have this? He goes, oh, yeah, your gra- grandfather died penniless because he all he wanted was money, and that's what he used it for. Then he asks his dad, well, what do you use it for? Oh, I use it for reading. That's all I do is just read all the time. But uh, The Big Sig was a movie. Uh, it was written and written by uh, Kamal and Johnny and his mm-hmm. wife, Emily Gordon. It's a true story of how they met. Oh, so not the time travel part. It's a true story. Sorry, it's a true story about okay. how they met. Um, it's <laughs> it's directed by Michael Showalter, who is a very funny guy. Okay, uh, uh, Wet Hot American Summer. Okay, things like yes. that. Um, he was in it. He didn't direct that, but anyway, um, Big Sick is basically about Kamal. He plays this uh, Palestinian. Uh, Palestinian is that right? Yeah. Jesus. Sure. Comedian with a very tra- Pakistani. Pakist- I was. I, was th- I knew it started with a P. Uh, with a very traditional Pakistani family who wants him to marry a woman sure. from Pakistan in the same religion, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And that's like one of my favorite small little scenes in the mo- peppered throughout the movie. Is er- anytime he goes to eat with his family, his family sets him up with like a woman in the community, sure. and it's very very funny. Um, but no, he starts out. He's this lowly co- com- uh, uh, comedian who. He's trying to kind of make it big, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, he meets Emily at the uh, at the bar he's doing comedy at, and he ends up being her Uber home <laughs> because he's also an Uber driver. And uh, they end up uh, hanging out, hooking up, and then they start dating, and then uh, it all kind of falls apart, of course. It's that whole separation thing. And then she gets very, very sick. They're actually split up whenever this happens. And so she gets this illness that... Uh, she goes to the hospital. They can't find anyone. They can't get a hold of her parents. So they call him, and he goes and hangs out with her. And she goes into this medically induced coma, multiple surgeries, this long period of time. And during all this, he is trying to hold down his career, trying to deal with his family. And then he meets her family, which I cannot stress enough how amazing Ray Romano and Holly Hunter are in this movie. Okay, they are both so funny and so self-deprecating as their as her parents that it's amazing. It's so so funny. Um, but you know, it's, it's based on a true story. Obviously if they wrote it together, they're sure. still alive, but there's so many scenes in this movie dealing with her sickness and then how like him dealing with all these different layers of all this stuff with her family too, that it's just, it's phenomenal. It's, is that, is she the, the his no, that, that's the actress is uh, Zoe Kazan. I think her name is and no, she just okay. plays. Yeah. Gotcha. But, but yeah, I cannot recommend that movie enough. It's so, so good. So very good. Okay. That's interesting. Again, 
it feels like every episode is like, oh, two extremely different <laughs> things. And I have to think between them. <laughs> it's not like this podcast where it's three of the same person. Yeah. You can just... But we we are. I know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> two different things presented by three of right. the same person. Of the same thing. Yeah. So, basically it sounds like Princess Bride will be... On the surface, Better. on the surface, it sounds like a movie that I would pick for myself. Sure. And Big Sick sounds like something that my girlfriend would want me to watch with her and that I would end up enjoying a lot. Correct. Because, I, I mean, I figured with the talent involved, I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to like it anyway. Sure. And it's, it's of course, it, it's, it's kind of a traditional rom-com, you know, mm-hmm. but when it comes to them writing it and how hilariously funny it is and legitimately heartfelt and endearing, it's it blows most of them out of the water. You know what I mean? So I've heard nothing but good things about the big six, so I, yeah, I mean when it was on its yeah. ad campaign it was Yeah, it's still it says fresh. the funniest movie of the year right there at the bottom. Well right we, there? we could say anything we want. Give me one of those four pens from earlier. <laughs> this podcast is the funniest podcast of the year. Correct. That's our rebrand. There it is. Boom done. Boom. <laughs> what? Judgment. What's your judgment? I'm, I'm... Who who versus? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go with big set. Mm. <clears throat> Oh, the whiteboard's not up. We can't count it. It doesn't count. That's my second W. Uh, this is a rebrand? That's your first <laughs> well, it's good that I got So Brendan's undefeated. I'm undefeated. Shit, I didn't think that through. <laughs> good, job, good job, dude. I, obviously, I'm going to watch both of them. They both sound mm-hmm. super intriguing. I, again, Princess Bride is right. such a good movie, but whenever Brian mentioned that he was going to do that, I was in my head, I went, yeah, it's great. It's not really a rom-com. You didn't do that in your head. You did it to I did, me. I did it in a test. Like, oh, cool. I thought we were picking rom-coms. And so I was that, like, fuck you, That would probably be my... When we, when next episode, when we come back, that would probably be my comparison. It's like, which is an... Are, are they both rom-coms? Yeah, define rom-com. I'm, I'm, I'm just... Yeah. I'm not saying you're wrong. <laughs> you you define rom-com. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Is it romantic? Yes. Is it a comedy? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Does yeah. there happen to be sword playing adventure and torturing? Princess Bride, is, Princess Bride is satire. You're satire. Okay, so <laughs> Die Hard is a You're a farce. Huh? And that's so what. Die Hard is a sure. I, I started to. I wanted to. <laughs> whenever I told Brian that, I wanted to be like, yeah, so fucking anything's a rom com, right. you know? Yeah. That's it's romance romantic, and comedy. Yeah. It's a rom com, you know? Romantic y. John McClane must <laughs> fight through insurmountable odds. He literally walks on glass. The love of his life. <laughs> okay, cool. Big sick. Wrap it no, up. But, no, but no, but I'm stuck. Big sick. You're gonna, I, I, you're gonna like it a lot. I'm sure I will. Yeah, I haven't even seen it. <laughs> well, that, listen. You've only watched the nine. Movies. I was gonna say I wanted to be surprised. I wanted to make a surprise disgusted voice, and I went, "Oh yeah, he hasn't seen it." Do you want to go on a date and watch that? I was. I mean, I was probably gonna watch it with my girlfriend. Okay, that's the game. <laughs> <laughs> probably gonna watch the rom com with. Yeah, somebody that you're less romantically tied to. I get it. Whatever. Yeah, no big deal. That's, That's fine. fine. That's fine. That's fine. You do you, man. What, um, oh yeah, we're on Brendan now. We're off. We're off this this subject. We're moving past it. Oh, what's your yeah, thing? What's your thing? Are you upset? <laughs> no, no, I'm not mad. I'm fine. This is fine. Everything's fine. Uh, God, do we have more beer? Do we? No. No. Well, that's good. Um, what? Yeah, he's been telling me how yeah. much he doesn't have something. No, 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 no. I have a lot of ideas, but he's I didn't not, have anything that like I was it. like, "Yeah, that, that'd be great to have." 
So I think what I've settled on is I want... God, I'm so excited because he's so excited. Uh, 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 I've settled on. In the past 20, 30 years, we'll say, a really good horror novel, graphic novel. Oh, buddy. Wait, those are... I will, I, I will consider a graphic novel oh, a gotcha, novel. Gotcha, gotcha. So, yeah, like a horror novel, novel graphic, or graphic, or graphic novel. novel. Oh, buddy. <laughs> so, yeah, Vargas is going to win this. I'll go out and say it right now. <laughs> Well, that's what, like, I, I, the more I thought of because I was, there's so many things that I didn't want to, and for this podcast, I don't want to put things that are so much in our wheelhouse, which the horror stuff probably, but, like, for some things, I want us to go out and branch oh, out for and sure. do other things, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So I was re- last week whenever you did the rom coms, I was really stoked about that. But, um, but no, yeah, I'm I love horror. Mm-hmm. I love most things. So past twenty, past twenty thirty years, and not Stephen King, because I've read everything by sure. Stephen King. So you know, let's avoid that. Okay. How, the question is, how much are you going to read? I'll read all of it. All right. I was mm. going to say. So if we both mm. pick books, you're going to yeah, read. I'll read them. I'll read them eventually. You got two weeks. I've got time. Right. I can read a book in two weeks. I read two you books in. Yeah. <laughs> I read two books in two weeks. I just said I was. I'll tell my girlfriend that I need to sequester myself away, and she'll she'll understand. There were quotes. <laughs> thank God this is a video for the first time. Well, uh, thank God you said it out loud. I'll, I'll read two books. <laughs> <laughs> make spark notes. I love that you're saying it with the, infl- with with the, the inflection. Uh, with the inflection. No, I think yeah. the biggest thing. Yeah, you're going to win because I don't even know if I know one that he hasn't read. Well, you can you can I float. Do. Yeah, you I'll just take your second choice. You can you can float a couple ideas by like because that's what yeah, we're going to do with and stuff, but. Um, but I guess we're about wrapped up. So yeah. normally at this time we'd give you our Twitter and our email. Well, but we're still going to do that because we'll we put it. We'll put it in the description and stuff well, like that. Okay. But, yeah, but we're not. We can't say it because again, we're we don't know it. We're rebranding. We don't so know it. <laughs> this beer was really good. Good job. Yeah, dude. I was stoked about the beer. And I'm stoked about you're going to watch these movies, and I'm stoked that yeah. you like those movies. You know. So, but uh, but anyway, we're going to put this episode up hopefully tomorrow, which is Sunday. We'll put it up tomorrow. No, hopefully about it. Yeah, and then also with a new name, et cetera, et cetera. So listen yep. to it, <laughs> download it. Tell a friend to listen to it, and then yeah, subscribe because it'll yeah. be on iTunes and all that, Correct. all that business. I hate sounding like a YouTuber, but you know, <laughs> like, comment, and subscribe, like, comment, subscribe for subscribe. more Minecraft videos. Yeah. Let us know what you think in the comments below <laughs> if you think we're annoying or really annoying. <laughs> Hopefully, it's not the latter. <laughs> Can't wait for Brian and Varg. <laughs> fuck you, internet. Go, go fuck yourself. Go fuck I can't even quote internet. myself. God. All right. All right. Well. That's been our podcast. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Bye. Bye.